All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Go With The Flow. Very, very special guests in the building. Two people who I've been telling that I would get on the show for a while, but I don't quite think they believe me, but we are finally, finally making it happen. But my fr- my good friends Mike and Finn are in the building. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, Flora. I appreciate having us on. We're very excited to be here. Yeah, I feel like we got pushed back in the lineup for a while. <laughs> ran out of people to interview, so we pick up the show. <laughs> that is not... not not at all how it happened, but I'm finally glad that I'm able to get you both in here. And like I mentioned, this the Izzy episode, which was a two, like two weeks ago, and your episode were sort of not born at the same time because I truly wanted to get you both on the episodes or all three of you on the show at some point. But you essentially just cornered me and Ivy and were like, when are we coming on the podcast? And I was like, oh, you guys are all going to come on. But... The way that I start every single episode, I ask my guests to introduce themselves, tell me where they're from, stuff they do around campus, and then just any other general introduction that they would want the people to know. So take it away. Yeah, so I'm Mike Uffberg. I'm from Richboro, Pennsylvania, which is about 30 minutes from campus, and I play on the hockey team here. Um, just a little another fun fact, I'm actually the treasurer of the student, uh, student veterans group, which is something pretty cool that I do that's separate from hockey, but um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Uh, yeah, and I'm Finn, Finn Evans, I guess I'm from Toronto, Ontario, but uh, I guess Canada for you guys, but my uh, my family lives in California now, so that's kind of home, um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm on the hockey team as well, kind of sounds like I do nothing else around campus, and especially this year, I feel like that might be true, but yeah, just, I guess, been kind of tr- take every trying to take everything in this year, and I kind of just been around friends, not not much else, I would say. No, and I, it, and I say this every single time because, like I said, I recorded with Pat and Quincy two weeks ago. I've had a bunch of athletes on here, and I understand how busy you guys are that I really don't expect you guys to say much other than your sport. So that's really a question for the non-athletes because everyone else is in, like, six, seven clubs. Yeah. But we perfectly understand that being an athlete is, like, two full-time jobs. So, yeah, don't don't feel bad that you, I you said you I will say <laughs> off of that note that I will say a lot of the students here – are very respectful of that and understand a lot better than what I've heard at other schools. So I feel like it's always nice when when people that aren't necessarily like athletes understand like kind of the, the schedule and you're all in it together, which is I think super cool. But yeah, the- I think a lot of, a lot of the kids like even like our our uh, well his freshman year and our sophomore year we lived with Ethan, you know Ethan side yeah, yeah. and uh, he was always like he's like one of the smartest yeah. kids I've ever met and he like worked hard like and we were always like so impressed with all that and he was like shocked at our he was like very impressed with our athletics and how we could handle that and school which was like cool i feel like most students are like receptive that here like have been good but a lot of the administration probably isn't interesting yeah i would have expected it to be the other way around because i do know the people who are not the students who are not as understanding i think those are the ones who are more secluded in their way of life and they don't really interact with many student athletes and so they might not necessarily appreciate what y'all do but i would assume that since administrators who have been here for many years they understand that princeton is what like 20 25 i think it's 20 percent student athlete i would assume that they would understand at this point the level of of involvement that it takes yeah. from I, you guys. I think it's more from the perspective, like from what I understand. I mean, and in saying this, a lot of uh, of the professors and stuff are great. It's not yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah, so yeah. just like a lot of the time, I feel like for these professors, obviously they're based in like, like their job is like school essentially. And so they're very involved in that. And for them, like Princeton should be an academic in- institution and it's not as much athletic it's not even professors and stuff it's more like administration like 
I don't know. Well, I guess we'll get into it later. I'm kind of going on a rant. Right no, hey, guys, this is what podcasts are for. I yeah. like, I love when we go on rants. And it's funny that you say this because I, I do understand the, the professor mindset of I am teaching this class. Yeah. I'm doing this thing. This should be the most important thing to you. Because even in high school, which high school is a joke, I remember there's, um, so at my senior year, we do, we do a senior prank and for us, we like we had this room in our camp in our in our school where it was a little pit essentially, and so we took out all the furniture and filled it with balloons. Just a really fun little, yeah, little yeah. cool innocent thing. And I remember the day that we did it. It was like a rotating schedule, so I had math first that one day. And the way our math teacher got so mad at us because she was like, "This, what you're doing in this calculus class, whatever is like, should be the most important thing that you do." And I and she so I was the like last one to come back to my class. I was probably like 15 minutes late to class, and she made a point of like trying to scold me in front of everyone and i straight up said to her i promise you i'm going to remember that senior prank more than anything that i do in your class and to this day i don't like i don't remember what i learned in her calculus class unreal. so yeah yeah the people get a little too carried away with the self-importance of what it is that they yeah. what it is that they do I mean, so it's what yeah. it is. but rewinding do each of you remember how we all met well i remember we met z group yes because it was me you gabby I feel like there's someone else. Elizabeth there. Brown. Elizabeth. The Elizabeth. OG, yes, OG exactly. squad. It was like so. I remember getting to kids. We got to, we get to campus a little early. Um, as a team, we do like the moving storage for the school, and so I'd been there a couple weeks, but I hadn't met anyone besides anyone on the hockey team mm-hmm. and maybe some other like um, girls teams who were here, here preseason as well. And then so you guys were kind of like the first like Princeton people I had met. And that 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 was kind of my first memory. Yeah, and Mike, I don't even, I don't even, I'm not sure how we. I'm less, I'm less important. <laughs> <laughs> but no, obviously, just being friends with Finn, I feel like it was just a mutual thing. He like introduced me to you. He has, he said he had a good Z group. I also actually had a pretty good Z group, which is pretty surprising. Um, <laughs> Why is that surprising? Well, I don't know. I feel like it could be. Well, yeah, it could be. It could be hit or miss. It could no, be hit you're or right. miss. But you're if you find like four or five people, which is the point of the Z group, I feel like it's pretty cool that we're on your podcast now and you guys are in the same Z group. Like, I think that's actually super cool. Um, but yeah, I feel like we just, he, Finn probably just introduced us and now just send I be nice together and have a good time. Yeah. And I agree that they are very hit or miss. Like that's not even a controversial thing to say. Z groups and random roommates freshman year are very, very hit or miss. And I think we, we also always say like, not even us, but like we had such a strong Rocky class that you're like a lot of the people like outside of our team who i hang out with are like rock like amy yeah there's like a bunch amy of was a, oh she was in rocky she lived, yeah, yeah. yeah gabby gabby like a bunch of the and it was like a strong rock who was class. your freshman year roommate freshman year roommates i'm not gonna name names there's no need to name names okay. were, it was it was an interesting it was, a, it was a inter- <laughs> and i will say that i think so there were four of us two of us got along but Two of us got along, the other two got along well. And I think every single one of us would corroborate that story. It's not like I'm saying anything controversial, but yeah, no need to name names. We were just, yeah, it was the roommate situation could have been a little better, but I've said that before in this podcast. That's not a, that's not a crazy. It's it's also crazy because you come in and you don't have your own room. Like, it's not like, like when you're a room together, especially I was in Holder and I had one of those, it was like a single essentially. I remember your room was so small. It was my, and uh, my roommate, he was great. I actually haven't honestly seen him in a, since my, my freshman year. But he <laughs> was a like super a sp- nice guy. Yeah, crazy smart, like really good dude. But when he, he sing he, opera, or he would listen to opera. Yeah, which was hilarious. But yeah, he'd listen <laughs> to uh, opera music. And the next year, actually, because we lived in Spoon our sophomore year, Mike and I, and 
I was walking past the bathroom and I heard the <laughs> opera music. I'm like, this can only be it's, one it's person. One guy. But he was a super nice guy. But it was like, our heads were essentially like touching yeah. each other when we were sleeping. It's like, you're not just like rooming with something, you're rooming yeah. with them. Yeah, and I, my freshman year room, I had it was in a bunk bed, but also a very small room. Yeah. Sophomore year, also in a quad, but the room that I was in was so small that essentially we were just like an L shape, and there was like no room to move around. But yeah, it was it was whatever. And just a quick note: we are recording on Friday, April fifteenth. But you two are recently PTL. First of all, congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. Second of all, how did you celebrate, if at all? Um. Yeah, I mean, last time we went to a, a bar actually called Cooper's Riverview. It's a really cool spot. It's in Trenton, right on the water next to um, the Trenton Thunder Baseball Stadium. So we decided to do that because nothing was really going on around campus. But at least for me, I submitted a little bit earlier than this guy, and he can get into his whole <laughs> kerfuffle. Yes, please. Um, but, yeah, we actually went golfing, and then it absolutely started hailing yesterday. So we were, like, mid-golf, and it was just pouring. But we were, we were having a couple of beers on the golf course, and... Um, it's, it feels quite nice. Yeah. I, w I mean, my story, yeah, a little different. I, I, uh, I will say I left it pretty last minute. <laughs> when did you start? I, okay. I, the lady, yeah, I think it's fine to, cause you I turned handed it in my, yeah, it's fine. yeah, but I handed it in late. So I was like, I don't know if I was going to get a penalty and then hopefully not I many administration listen to this, but I was, uh, I probably started writing like nine days ago. <laughs> <laughs> April 4th April 4th and how long was the thesis 50 pages uh, that's pretty impressive though to I've, bang out 50 pages in 9 days I will give this guy credit even though for I, I was a little bit earlier but I, I finished a lot of my work before he did like 2 or 3 days and I will give him credit like cubicles of stone floor A like oh. 10 a, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, yeah, uh, like 11 a.m. Like, to 2 a.m. good job it was it was I mean 100% 1000% my fault we have the whole year to do it <laughs> Yes, my fault, I will agree, but the last two weeks of my life have been miserable. I literally just, 10 a.m., go to Firestone, only leave to eat food. I will say it is, like, cool, like, I mean, it's not not cool, but I will say it's, like, all right, you know, you can, like, do something like that. You know what it I'm is, saying? Like, yeah. when you put your mind to it, if, like, and I wrote, I wrote about something that I was actually interested in. Like, mm -hmm. my JP, I was, like, I have no clue I'm talking. But, like, this year I wrote about something hockey-related, which seems kind of cheesy, obviously, when I, like, say that, but... It was cool to like look at something that I'm actually interested in. Like, so I mean, I won't say it was like my favorite thing to do of all time, but like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it also with these papers, it's kind of cool because you actually have to like know everything you're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it, like half the test here, I'll go and I'll be like, I know probably a, a decent amount, <laughs> but like this stuff, it feels like you kind of have to like master it almost. So it's kind of like. I will say the one thing that's funny about both of our procrastination, at least in our entire class, is that. Our whole entire Princeton career, we were procrastinators, and we're like, okay, that's fine. It always gets done. If there's one thing that we're not going to procrastinate, it is our thesis. The thesis. <laughs> December, January rolls around, and we're like, we're in hockey season. Nobody's on campus. We have the six weeks off. We're like, we're going to get like three quarters. Uh, Finn, not as much for saying that, so credit to him <laughs> for not lying to himself. But I was like, I'm going to be like three quarters of the way done by February. I didn't work on anything. So it was pretty funny that we ended up still procrastinating it despite trying to not. But it's yeah. just funny because that's just, I, it happens to every single person. Because even myself, I am not a procrastinator 
at all. Oh, really? Okay. And I told myself, same story, senior year, I want to get this done like so early. I'm going to come in in September. Because I, for Neuro, you write your JP in the spring as a proposal for the experiment that you want to do senior year. Oh, so so I've known since like, end yeah. of junior year what I was going to do. It's dangerous. It, exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. I was like, September, I'll start. September comes, passes. Let's just say fast forward all the way till January and I still haven't done shit. And I'm like, okay, I need to actually get going. So for me, my deadline is next Friday, the 22nd. I started putting words on paper like a little bit over a week ago. Wow. wow. Although I will say. Although I will say. No, no, no. no, That's not good for you. No, no. I'm glad to see that it's not good for you. No. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, 90% of people procrastinate. I also think if you. I also think. If you're able to do that in such short amount of time, it's almost like a more impressive feat, in my opinion. That's because you do it. What do you no, mean? No, 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 I you turn your own horn. True, I just, that was a weird brag. But I mean, no, it's like, it, the one thing I will say, my theory about the thesis and why, like, it's not one of those things where you can kind of just like, oh, I'll do it like an hour a day, in my opinion, because I feel like when you're doing it, like, there's so many little things that come up yeah. that it's like you need to be fully dialed into what you're doing. So it's like you can't just like it's you kind of have to set aside a bunch of time. Like for me, it was like you can't just go do it for like an hour because you're yeah. not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? No, like, I, get, I, that's, I get what you're saying. And I will say that although I started putting words on paper like over a little bit over a week ago, mine was like a neuro experiment true. that I've been so you, having. Yeah. I've been having people do it over the last yeah. month. And although like waiting till this, I still procrastinated mm-hmm. like actually putting words on paper. And then I will say the final caveat, which everyone has been fucking destroying me for. But guess how long my thesis has to be? It's going to be short. Like 20 experiment. pages? A little less. That, no. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it, 12, to be fair, 15. 15. No, oh, I mean, you are running experience. I was going to say, you're running some like get out shit for your experience. <laughs> I mean, it's get it, half the brain. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's whatever. But I will say, even if you look at like the most professional neuropapers, they're never that no, long. Yeah, so it doesn't good. make sense. You, well, even if you look at the most, like most of the econ papers, I mean, to be fair, my subject was like on sports, so it might be a little different, but like the. I found the best page I read were when they just went straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. When like it was 12, short, 15 concise, pages, be like yeah. a 12. And it's like, why do we have to... I guess theirs was also single space, so that makes it... Yeah. But it's like, why do we... like? To be fair, Princeton sent us emails being like, don't make your thesis too long. Like, we don't want to read those. Although I do think, even if they say that, I don't... I still think there is an overemphasis on quantity over quality. 100%. Because, first of all, my advisor loved... Jesse Gomez, the best. He literally showed me... An advi- a thesis from his lab last year that was 17 pages and he was like yeah this one won the narrow award if you get what you need to get done in a short amount of pages who cares just have it be good, good quality 100%. and so shooting for 15 and then my other I have an EGR professor who literally said the exact same thing he was like when you're writing these theses that are over 100 pages even your own advisor is not reading the 100 pages no way they like they don't that is so long for them. And if they have multiple people they're advising and they're all writing over 100 pages, they're not going to take that time out to read it. They might glimpse through it. They might scan every now and then, but they're mm-hmm. not also going to read all that. So, mm-hmm. yes, there's too much of an emphasis on quantity. And so I appreciate that mine doesn't have to be that that long. Yeah, yeah nice. but are you guys, do you feel like you're going to have any type of motivation left for the last few weeks of school? I'm not going to lie. We haven't had any motivation. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's crazy is that there's this senior comprehensive exam for yeah. econ. Which what is, is that? So basically, in order, I don't know if it's in order to graduate, but you take it, I don't know, it's like May 3rd or 4th, and basically it's called the senior comprehensive exam, which has, it encapsulates the three core courses for econ. 
Yeah, it's sketch. So like we're gonna have to end up kind of studying for that too. So we're gonna have to find motivation for that. But the way I didn't even realize that each individual department did things a different way. I just assumed you had to like present it one time and that was it. Because mm-hmm. I for narrow we do an oral pre- oral presentation. Yeah, yeah. we put a sense. slideshow together for fifteen minutes. We got question for fifteen minutes. Done. Thirty minutes. No exam. I heard that for some either like English major, complet or something. They have to submit a list of like 50 books that they've read. 50. 50, five, zero. And then they could get yeah, quizzed. <laughs> and then they could get quizzed on any one of those books. And then if there's like a language component to it, like if you're like minoring in a language, they might give you a passage and a, a passage you've never seen in that language and be, like ask you to ask questions about it or answer questions about it. So, I, I, yeah. yeah, some majors, oh. they do the absolute most. It should be you submit the thesis. God bless you. You're free See to you go. I also, yeah. <laughs> I also don't understand kind of the reasoning, especially behind the conference. First of all, these some of these classes are classes we've taken three years ago. Yeah. It's like, come on. And and also it's like, if you trust us enough that like we've passed these major and courses. And written a thesis. And written a thesis. But it's more so like in the eco, it's like we've, the, the reason like we're here is because we've passed these courses. Yeah. So why are you then just retesting us on these same, it, it doesn't make any sense. And you're just like looking to get people like not yep. <laughs> yep the worst part of it is that it's the morning after dean's date which is which is a going out it's not yeah, a going out night huge going out night that's like yeah that's and, a, and, we didn't, and, we, and we didn't have that that night last semester because exactly. the street was closed exactly. that week exactly wow so kind of criminal by the econ department wow you gotta have some more poison that you gotta know that it's dean's day i feel like they know like the school yeah, knows they, they, know, they, they, they know they know they know they know that's but yeah again <laughs> the thesis again at least we're at the point where this time next week mine's going to be done submitted my draft yesterday i will say which, don't oh, let's go. don't the last couple the last couple part mine what happened for me is i went to submit it mm-hmm. uh, close to the deadline i will say and um the formatting just like went crazy throughout my whole doc like basically my table of contents like shot through my whole <laughs> pdf and like all my labeling of every like, because there were subsets, it'd be like intro, like, and then it'd be like 1.1, 1.2, yeah. like whatever. And uh, all of that turned into like letters. And I was just like sitting there and I was like, I'm, I'm screwed. Right? <laughs> it was just so, and then, and then I was like, all right, you know what? Nothing I can do. I'd like manually like redo my table content so that it didn't mess up. Everything. It was just this bizarre thing. That's a nightmare. I will say that is, yeah, that is, I would, I would maybe submit it. Earlier. Earlier. <laughs> for you, are you, how do you feel that, so you're going to be done Friday, but it's like classes are also done Friday. So do you feel like it's less of a spring? 1000%. And I hate that the neuro department's deadline is this late. And the, one of the professors for one of my neuro seminars is the head of the neuro department. And I literally told her this in class two days ago. I was like, next year, please don't make the deadline this late. Some of my friends have been PTL six, since the sixth, yeah. which is ideal. You it's have so like, much yeah, PTL. Yeah, you gotta go you're not going to do it till it's done. hundred percent. We also lost that spring time because we're, gra- like, we're done. Yeah. And I, and people were, and people in the class like oh my god why would you say that and i was like guys we have been preparing to get it done by this deadline so if this deadline was three weeks earlier we would have gotten it done by then so it just yes i it doesn't really feel like i'm gonna have much ptl because mine's due the 22nd that's the same day as like semis and the next day's formals mm-hmm. next day's lawn parties yep. so it's essentially like end of the semester it's not really any pto so mm-hmm. i yes that's gonna be a dangerous weekend for you though oh 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 boy oh boy the fun <laughs> the fun that's gonna be oh look you see how excited i'm getting the fun that's gonna be had that weekend is uh oh also what i was gonna ask you about beach week are y'all going we're 
thinking about we, we're still trying to figure it out apparently there's a bunch of confusion on housing and stuff and then we're not sure some of our juniors on our team kind of want to do a trip with us as well so we were trying to like figure everything out yeah it was tough to plan stuff with all the thesis yeah. stuff going on, especially with how late we left everything so we just didn't know but are you doing it yeah i think it's not i think we are doing it so, uh, myrtle beach yeah, is what nice. we're doing okay. and i know that there's a bunch of houses that have all been already booked in that area nice so I mean, yeah, we we would love to. We just, yeah, honestly, with our thesis stuff the past couple weeks, we just haven't even. This is what we call a Monday problem. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Okay, but before we transition to hockey, two quick things that I want to touch on. First is the lawn parties performer, which was announced yesterday, and it or yesterday, two days ago, whenever, and it was Flo Millie. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't. I can't speak to it because I don't really know. Uh, I wouldn't say I'd listen to a lot of her music. So, I mean, I do. I do feel like with the budget that Princeton has for these events, like I remember hearing something that they spent like fifty thousand dollars to what was it, like two hundred fifty. I think no, no, but, I no think, but it was to get Jason Derulo. Yeah, to the do virtual like, Jason Derulo was, was like maybe like sixty, seventy thousand, something stupid, oh, yeah. Yeah. ridiculous. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like a kid's tuition you just spent on a <laughs> on Zoom, a, on a, on a Zoom <laughs> concert. Yeah. It's like the most classic Princeton thing in my opinion, spending like millions of dollars on like a statue that looks horrible. But like, um, I I don't like I I don't know her music. So I, obviously I probably would have liked for it to be someone else, but I did like. Honestly, it'll be at the end of the day. Long party is yeah. a good time. Honestly, the most fun I have usually is like up and down the street, the exactly. smaller yes. places. Yeah, I remember my freshman year. They had the. I thought that was the best one Freshman's by far. Unreal. It was like, do you know cheat codes? Yes, I yes. friends. Yeah, like two friends, the guy who did the big booty mixes. Yeah, he was at, at TI. Yeah. yeah, and then Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka was yes, and then she, yes, that okay. Yeah, was, freshman yeah. year, freshman fall. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought a boogie was gonna be. Good. I thought he was horrible when because he, he was like lip syncing the entire he, time. He didn't. And I like a boogie. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like. This is the worst performance I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I will say I agree with Fence. Like I don't really know much about Flo Millie, and obviously I'm gonna have a really good time. But for me, I feel like I've had the most fun when it's like some type of sing along, whether that's EDM or I guess three hundred three EDM sing along. Yeah, what is it? What is it? We had the same. No, we're not talking like levels. We're talking like two friends has songs where sing alongs are like cheat codes has a bunch of sing alongs. Um, Somebody at Cottage actually at lunch. I think it was Colton actually said that he like if he had to have a performer for this year, it'd be Kesha. That'd be hilarious. That would be, would be electric. How fun. Like, that's such a good idea. That would be so fun. Well, that's kind of like what 303 was in the sense that, like, I heard, had heard of 303 songs since I was in, like, sixth grade. Yeah. But I was kind of like, I love it. Like, yeah. this would be hilarious. And even Jason Derulo, if that was in person, I could, would be, that, yeah. would, yes. that would be such yes. a fun time. Absolutely. So I agree. Jason Derulo, I think I'd maybe take we, over. We catching. might see him on Monday because uh, one of my good friends, she's a grad student at um, Boston College. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us that uh, Marathon Monday, so they have the Boston Marathon on Monday. Uh, sorry, did that was that? Did I say that correctly? <laughs> the brain's mush after the last <laughs> three weeks. But uh, yeah, so they have the Boston Marathon there, and then at Boston College they do this huge, uh, like apparently it's like a crazy party throughout the campus, and Jason Derulo is performing at the thing. So we might we go, have to go up there go after up there. Sunday Fun Day on a train or something. But no, I think first of all, you should. You're PTL. Live, live, live your yes. best life. But even same here with with thoughts on Flo Millie. I know the name. I couldn't name a song. And some of my friends were saying it's so blasphemous that I can't name a song. But guys, I'm sorry. I just don't know Flo Millie songs. Yeah. So not that excited. But I do also realize that it's impossible to please everyone. 100%. And anyone that they name, there's going to be a whole section of people that are like, 
why'd you book this person? Yeah, so it is what it is. I'm not terribly mad at it because, like you said, the most yeah. part of long, the most fun part of long parties to me is going up and down the street, absolutely, and just waking up drinking by like 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know, it's good. Yeah. Vibes, if so. you had an ideal realistic person to perform, like who ideal have you realistic, about this? which I have, but then for me, I think realistic for Princeton could be anybody because our budget is insane. The budget that they allocate to long parties is not. Um, the most but if there was like a unlimited budget i think we could get whoever i think <coughs> i think roddy rich wow. is a doable person i don't think he's that expensive he has popular songs like the box that everybody knows 100%. i think that's someone that could be could be doable but that's my realistic person who i think we could get he'd be good yeah yeah my, my one buddy from home is like obsessed with roddy rich. i thought i thought um, when I saw the thing, it said like flow. I thought Flo it was Rida. gonna be flow ride. I was like, this is gonna be electric. Flow ride would be amazing because that's how I agree. Like the, the like Pitbull would be the, the pop the from like our middle school, early high school years. That we yeah. would that would be so like nostalgic for us. That would be great. Yeah. So yeah, that's shout hilarious. out Flo Millie. This isn't any type of hate, but I just don't know her. Music. We're gonna be your biggest fans after yeah. long. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like she's ever gonna listen to this. Mike's gonna be doing that TikTok dance. Yeah. And then the most recent thing that happened after alarm parties uh announced we got performer got announced was yesterday the movie filming on campus how did y'all first hear about <laughs> hear about it no so i mean <laughs> i i like that's i think that's super cool i was also buried in my i was pushing for that deadline yesterday <laughs> so i wasn't able to get out there but mike as a preface to this is a massive christopher nolan fan like very adamant about the fact that very, like very, very keyword being very <laughs> like weirdly very adamant about how much like I like him. Obsessed with his movies, whatever. And so he called me. He was like, he was like freak out. I was like, oh, what's up? And he's like, dude, Christopher Nolan's that like whatever. And I was like, oh, like cool, like whatever. Like I'll see if I can stop by. He's like, dude, it's like Christopher. Nolan. I'm like, you're not gonna go up and have a conversation with this guy. And then apparently. Corey, our friend Corey was telling me. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Mike was like, "Oh, I got a photo of was it Christopher Kelly Murphy? Oh, Kelly Murphy, Murphy, who also I saw videos of him. It looks like the smallest he's human so, he was so tiny. tiny. Yeah. Um, Even Matt, Dam Matt Damon's pretty short it's too. It's crazy yeah. how like the camera does that. But then like watching like Peaky Blinders stuff, I wouldn't assume that, but. It's not even like his height. It's like his like his waist. His stature. Just his whole statue was just he was a small guy. But yeah. Mike was like, "Oh, I got a picture of Killing Murphy or whatever," and apparently like. It's almost as if you like Killing Murphy is like the top of that building. Like you don't, you, yeah. you don't you, there's no way of recognizing it. Yeah. It's like in Step Brothers, you know, when he like pulls out his story. He's like, do you know who signed this? It's like a Randy Jackson smudge signature. Yeah. I will say it's funny because we had a tea time booked for yesterday. Mm -hmm. So Mark and Matt, Mark Paolini and Matt Tom, two of our teammates, had been done since yesterday, and they booked a tea time for 150 because Corey and I said that we would be done. So while Corey and I were working, I got a phone call saying that Christopher Nolan is filming Oppenheimer. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm in the library. I was running. I genuinely was running through the library to get outside because I like didn't want to miss it because like I'm actually such a Christopher Nolan nerd. So I went out there and ended up staying out there and Corey was trying to submit and I was had to like read over or like format it a little bit more. 
And it was bad because all the boys were waiting for me. It's like one o'clock, one twenty, one thirty. The tea time's like twenty minutes away. So Corey brings out my bag to me, like being all nice, and like the guys were, the other guys were um, offering to pick us up. And I was like, no, just go, just go. Don't worry about me. Just go, just go, just go. So they went back to Henry to get my golf bag, and then I said, okay, come grab me. And they were so pissed off. I was like, boys, it was so worth it. Like I, I did it, whatever. And I had this picture, this picture of Phil and Vince on my Kelly Murphy, and they literally all at the same time. They go, you fucking kidding me? That's what you did that for. <laughs> And I, first of all, I respect it because I do think it was worth it. When next, yes, or, when yes. next are you gonna have Christopher Nolan, Killian Murphy, Matt Damon, Jack Quaid? Who do you watch? The Boys? No, no I heard he great things. Yeah. By Phenomenal the way. show. Yes. I didn't even realize that was the guy in the middle three jokes, until someone yeah. said it like two hours later. Nice. When next are you gonna have all those individuals Absolutely. on your campus filming a movie yes. that's supposed to be like a very huge movie? Absolutely. And I like, was actually yes. Like I'm not too cool to go watch that and go that's see what that. I was saying thank you. No, I agree. Thank you for being on my side. They're all like, oh, gosh, it's not a big deal. We have a good time. I'm passionate about this. They're like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's like, it is. It, no, it, it is. is. I agree because I also had a friend who was like, and he, first of all, he was also recently PTL. He was like, like, why are we going to go watch that? I'm like, you don't have why are you going to, what? You don't have like, to do, man. What else are you doing? Exactly. Nothing. Just went back to Ivy to play pool. What are you doing? That's oh, hilarious. Wait, yeah. Are you a Christopher Nolan fan? Yes, huge. Dark Knight is one of, yes, might be my favorite, nice. favorite movie ever. Well, yes, nice. Inception, phenomenal. Yes, yep. big, yep. big yep. Christopher Nolan fan. Actually, I wanted to mention this. Sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. I wanted to mention this earlier about the, like, decent, when we were, we were like, because we get here, it's not like we, like, you guys have such a longer break. Than us. This was our longest break, uh, hockey-wise, for Christmas, but usually we have, like, 10 days. <laughs> where we go home mm -hmm. and then we're here for like four and a half weeks usually by ourselves so that's when we're like oh we're getting all of our thesis work done but Mike like usually when we sit down and watch movies we'll be discussing and we'll end up watching rewatching a Christopher Nolan movie like Inception one of these movies because Mike loves the prestige you know the prestige I don't know you should watch it okay it's trust me it's trust note, note I'm writing it down nice no, love to see it <laughs> Jack, Jack, Christopher, Christ, yeah, uh, Christian Bale and um, but Mike had never seen the Harry Potter movies ah what took you so long he he hasn't watched he considers himself the biggest movie guy ever but hasn't watched like Harry Potter Lord of the Rings Whatever. It's like the fa so I, I've never been a fantasy fan. It's not so like Finn would always be like, "Let's watch Harry Potter," and I'd be like, "No." <laughs> or like other other boys, like we should watch Harry Potter. And I've always like adamantly said no, and I'm to their credit very happy that we went through it together. So the whole time we were doing like marathons of Harry Potter. So that that's why our thesis didn't get done. That's that's why. Oh, fair enough. Everyone has their own their own unique procrastination methods. But that's why we didn't get a thesis done. Good point. That's exactly why we didn't do it over the break. Now that I think about it, because you're watching you're watching Harry Potter. You're going to practice. Come back. Watch Harry Potter. Do you think that the because again multiple opinions about every single thing. Do you think that the the filming of the movie on campus was a quote unquote disruption? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think like. There's so many more disruptions that the school causes. Do people you know think what I'm saying? I saw there, yeah, there was some rumbling. Every single thing you do at Princeton. Like, I couldn't get into my class at Eastbound. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, I don't care about your class. I want to watch this movie being filmed right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a, I think it was one of the cooler experiences that I, like, I wish I saw more filming because I ended up golfing, but I feel like, it, still like we're going to watch this. Are they still here? Yeah, they're here all week. I heard that. I could believe that because it's also funny. I saw on someone's story two days ago that they were at the Institute of, of Advanced Study and Robert Downey Jr. was actually here. No way. So the shot that someone put on the show was Robert Downey Jr. Matt Damon wasn't in it. It was 
Kelly Murphy and I think Christopher Nolan. And I was like, holy shit, I wonder if they're going to come closer. Next day, they're at East Pine. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> but then apparently Robert Downey Jr. has filmed all his scenes, so he's left, according to some article I just oh, read. Wow. But I feel like the rest of them might still be in the area for, yeah. for a little bit longer. Yeah. So I was actually talking to the gaffer, which I thought is the guy that holds the microphone, but it's not. It's like the head electrician. Mm -hmm. And I was just picking his brains again i love nolan i was like i oh, ever worked with him before it's like he worked with him on tenet and on dunkirk and i was Insane. like how cool was that he's like to be completely honest like he's a huge asshole but he just demands so much and at the same time he's brilliant he's like this movie is going to be amazing he said robert downey jr plays the antagonist he said it's like one of the best performances that he's ever seen I in the movie he I said he's not a big nolan guy he's like this is going to be epic can you and also another cool thing about it because when we all watch the movie we're gonna be like That's we were there yes. when that scene was being exactly. filmed how many exactly. people could say that about any movie exactly. i'm glad you're on my i can say i was close <laughs> <laughs> apparently also, who's so I, I haven't done any research on the movie who would be the antagonist to oppenheimer so apparently it's this there was a wave of anti-intellectualism anti at the time, and Oppenheimer was an intellectual, yeah. so I think whoever one of the main leaders was of that, the anti-intellectual movement is Robert Downey Jr. That's what, I, that's what this guy told me. Also, Princeton is actually Oxford in the movie. It's not Princeton. No, I, thi no, I think... Or am it, I wrong? Are you, I think you might be wrong. I could be wrong. Because the Oppen cause I was also doing research. The Oppenheimer dude... He was a, he actually was the head of the Institute of, of Advanced Study. And so Princeton, it makes sense oh. that act, like actually uh. Princeton would be the scene or like would uh. be the setting. And I think what I was reading was like, it was him like in the context of the movie, recruiting Princeton professors to work on his project. So I think that it actually is supposed to be okay. Princeton right. Yeah, because I thought the gaffer told me that, but didn't make sense. Uh, yeah. That makes, what you're saying makes yeah, sense. So that's the, at least that's what I read. But again, we'll watch the movie and we'll, yeah. we'll all figure it out. Yeah. And also, <laughs> so you're, Mike, you're just com completely wrong that's fine <laughs> but i might be wrong we'll see i might be wrong but also i think one of the funniest parts was not even just it was just whatever how everyone was clamoring to get their own yep. attention and get their own angle and seeing on everyone's instagram stories how people were like one up in each other because i was i saw the bit like the one i put on my story i was pretty proud of i like was in east pond like through a window just like saw like the, the window the, the, the gurney moving and then the the three of them walking and then I saw on someone's story that it looked like, as close as we are together, it looked like she was that close to fucking Matt Damon and Kelly Murphy. And I was like, oh, this wins. That. And then the by far the winning one was, see, good Sick shot. He just story, dude. The, Ew. <laughs> yes, he has my story pulled up. But then the one that I think takes the cake by far, someone like whispered like, hey, Matt, to Matt Damon. He like turns like smiles at her. Yeah. I was like, you won. You got the best shot of, yeah, the, that's, whole, that's, of the whole day. I love Matt Damon. He's like one of my favorite actors. Yeah. yeah. And then also, Dr. Man. <laughs> and then one last thing. It was insane how I was there for maybe 45 minutes. They were filming the same see? scene. Oh my God, I know. Of walking like... 30 feet. I was like, how long does it take to film a movie if you're doing no, one? I, was, I think it's a Nolan thing, man. <sighs> no, Perfection. I, I, I think it's I think it's one of the most impressive <laughs> things, like, in terms of directing movies, because, like, I've been on set for, like, not, like, big, but I've Sick. seen, like, <laughs> <laughs> So no, cool, so cool. <laughs> no, not, like, any sort of, but, like, whatever, and you, like, watch, I mean, they, they spend, like, hours and hours filming one tiny thing, and the way they film it, it's, like, tiny little segments cut up like you can't imagine that the, and then like how they form that into like yeah. what is like crazy and well it's like, like if, what they have to take out what they leave in it's like this this crazy i think it's really amazing. it is well think about it like if downey jr's done all filming all the scenes yeah. but they're only it, done filming half the it's movie like it's like they like, film the end of the movie before they film like 
the cool it's yeah. Cool. Or I think he's done filming his scenes in Princeton. Oh, oh not oh, that okay. he's done from uh, yeah, yeah. okay. the ones in the area. He's done filming. I'm on a hot streak right now. <laughs> but yes, insane that that got, that was shot on campus. So Very cool. I can't wait to watch the movie to like the little Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the screen. Yeah. The one we see the scene, we're like, that's it. We were right there. Um, and okay, so now Trent, not even transfer, rewinding a little bit to. Hockey, because you guys are both obviously hockey players. Sir. Um, and I know that you both, so can you speak a little bit to your journey to get into Princeton? Because you mentioned that you both took gap years after high school. Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of like the norm in hockey. I would say it's like pretty rare to go in straight out of high school. Like if you look at, I mean, if you look at the team that just won the national championship and the team, like the average age on those teams, uh, Denver might be a little younger, but the average age, especially now with, fifth year stuff it, like it's crazy hard for younger guys even to like get sp- spots because there's so much transfer between the fifth year spots but um the average age is probably like 22 maybe like 21 maybe, maybe like 22 is a little yeah. high i feel like but still it's, it's above 20 yeah it's pretty like um uh, maybe right maybe like 21 be like 20 yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway but yeah sorry so it's i mean for me it's been kind of weird because obviously princeton is very well known throughout the world but i mean it's not the same like your guys' college, like, how important your alma mater is, whatever, isn't necessarily a th- as big of a thing back home. Like, obviously, you want to go to a good school academically, whatever, but it's not, like, the end-all and be-all, which it seems to be kind of here. So, like, growing up, obviously, um, I played hockey ever since I was, like, th- three years old, I would say, and then kind of just took, like, the Canadian hockey route, and there's this thing called the, like, Major Juniors, which most of my friends went to, which is, like, kind of... It's essentially semi-professional. Yeah. Like, if you go play there you cannot play in college okay. you're, you lose you your paid. eligibility uh, um not a lot they don't get paid a <laughs> no, lot. I know, um, I know, but. but these te- they do like play you play in front of probably like five thousand people and i would like is cool as a 16 year old so a lot of kids do that um and then for me my like obviously my parents wanted me to go to school and it, it is a like i will say this every time there's a zero percent chance i'm at princeton without hockey obviously it is a crazy hard school um to get into so when i was looking at making my decision it was like you know, like an Ivy, like it's kind of the, one of those things where you're never getting in otherwise, at least in our cases. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> so, yeah, but the whole gap year thing is we play these things called um, like juniors, which is, I don't even know how to explain. Juniors is just the level of play after you're done playing youth hockey and before you play in college. Okay. So it's like that middle ground of where you're trying to develop, get bigger, faster, stronger. And so, yeah, I play juniors my sixth year, and you can be 16 to 21 essentially so you you can be 16 playing against like 21 year olds mm-hmm. um yeah so my i played 16 year old year juniors 17 year old juniors in toronto and then actually for my gap year so my 18 year old year i went out and mike and i played on the same team we we're roommates oh you oh i don't yeah, think dude. i knew yeah, that not yeah, a lot, well, I, I got year. traded within like it was, was on a vacation yeah, yeah. i got <laughs> traded within like a month so it didn't work out too well but um, we actually met out there, but yeah, then I played my, ended up playing my third year in Ottawa and then I, then I came into here. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was like, call it for me, it's different. Cause I didn't grow up with major juniors. I grew up 30 minutes away from here. Princeton was like the golden dream for me. And I graduated high school, had no college commitment, which I would say is 
but kind of unusual. I would say people usually commit from ages 16 to 18, I would say is like the sweet spot. And then a lot of kids come in when they're 19 to 20, but it's less frequent. Um, but I went out, yeah, to British Columbia, went like four hours east of Vancouver for two years, some of the best years of my life. That's why juniors is really cool is because you get to have that experience of no school, but you can go pretty much anywhere in North America to play. So we have kids that have been to British Columbia, Ontario, Alberta, the Midwest of the United States, Texas. You can really go anywhere. And I think that was kind of a big part of maturing before coming to Princeton as well. And it was a lot of fun. But yeah, that's kind of how the junior juniors experience works, and I think it's super unique and super cool, and super happy we did it. And yeah. what so majority of your teammates at Princeton also did the post. Uh, I think all everyone except for one. Yes. Okay, and then does that also contribute to the reason that you didn't take a gap year due to COVID? For me, it does. Not so. not for me. Um, I I like I actually was considering it, mm. but none of my classmates were considering it. So I was like, I'm not going to just... Also, with the option for us to take 50 years elsewhere... Which you're doing at where? Uh, University of Vermont. Congratulations, sir. I meant to text you. Congratulations. (laughs) But but with the opportunity, it was like... We also thought there was a potential we were going to play at that point at the start of the year because every other team, like besides the Ivies, were playing. Yeah, that's the same story that I've heard from every other one. So it's like, we thought, like, are the Ivies seriously going to be that? We heard heard a story of uh, this kind of off-talk, but the... Um, what's the guy's name? The Josiah. Yeah, Josiah. He would have paid to put like all the Ivy lacrosse teams Josiah, in a like, bubble. Like yeah. the Brooklyn Nets owner. Yes, yes. Oh, he, he played last at Yale. He's donated a ton of money uh, to Lawrenceville's lacrosse. Yeah, program. he went to Lawrenceville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he said he'd like pay for to put everyone in a bubble for them all to play, and the Ivy League turned it down. Yeah, it's I mean, like, it, 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 it it's still like doesn't make sense they how they handled that. Yeah. I mean, I will say the Princeton people like. We thought the Princeton people did like Molly Marcus, who was the athletic director at the time. She, it seemed like, was fighting for it. Like she was, it's just she the was Ivy good. League administration. It's like everyone. It's basically the most. It's Princeton and the Ivies essentially being like, we don't want to like have the potential to look bad with like the spread of COVID. We don't want that, so we're not even gonna give these kids a shot to play. Which it's, is yeah, like, it, it, uh, it's not even worth revisiting how yeah, stupid it was. It's, I, yeah, yeah, but, but I will say they've done a nice job in the last month or two, kind of opening up. But took a little bit of time. Right? Yeah, to, I want to, to give a little bit of credit where credit's due. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. It, it was. It was like I. I didn't even. I haven't even thought about this since like a while. But it was like a crazy experience because like for us, we've played hockey. Like it's been kind of like our, like pr- probably the thing that's consistent in our lives since we've been five years old or whatever. Yeah. So not having that was like extremely crazy. odd, and it was kind of. Uh, it was kind of tough because you felt like a lot of the administration like. It's not saying all of them, but it was like they're just like we don't want to kind of have to deal with the repercussions of possible things, so we're not going to like try. It was yeah. Like, I will say our livers kind of hated us <laughs> last year, for sure. <laughs> but no, I mean they, this is a very very fair critique that you have of the way it was handled because even again, Pat and Quincy were the most recent guests that I've mm-hmm. had. They also spoke about that time period where they and. Pat got a little emotional. Got a little emotional talking about it. How everyone had to sacrifice. They also gap years living in like a tiny apartment together so they could still train because they weren't able to do it through the university. Mm-hmm. So y'all definitely went through a lot, and it doesn't. I, yeah, I still feel bad for the for the way this stuff was handled for you guys, especially in the year when everyone else was playing and it was only the Ivy League yeah, not being able to have a yeah. season. And everybody went through it too. It's in the just in us. the fall though, like we we had our own house rented and we all wanted to like skate together. Like, but ice time is like crazy expensive so we're spending like all this money and it's like 
we like we were college students. It's not like <laughs> yeah. we have like a huge amount of in, like you know obviously. So it's just tough because it's like I w- I wish even if they're okay, we made the decision maybe um, not to play or whatever. Maybe they could send us money to train. We tried getting money for ice, money for whatever, and they're like, no, no, yeah. But and they have the money. The that's the oh, thing. That's, yeah. Oh yeah, Princeton. They have the money. But focusing on the more positives, yeah, how seriously. would you say that being on the hockey team here has enhanced your Princeton experience overall? I would say for me, it's pretty much optimized. It. Like it's you have a nice separation from the academics and the athletics. And I think I would drive myself insane if I didn't have the athletics part of it. Um, something that I'm really glad about this year the most since we weren't on campus last year is we've actually really branched out to meet a lot of other people that aren't either aren't on the hockey team or aren't athletes. And I think that's been absolutely huge for our experience. But just having 26 brothers all the time pretty much is, is something that's super cool. And you're playing college hockey, something you dreamt of your entire life. Um, it's it's been I, I will say as much as we've kind of shit on Princeton here and there I still will say it's been an incredible experience. Um, obviously things could be better, but just being a student athlete, being a hockey player, and and, and a student here has been a lot of fun. Yeah, I have kind of been shitting on Princeton, but yeah, well, <laughs> no, we all have. That's fair. We yeah, deserve yeah. a lot of it. I have, still, <laughs> I love it. I yeah, as love it exactly. Yep. As Mike said, like it, it was super nice, and I didn't realize this until later in my. But it was super nice just to come to campus and already have. A set because for Princeton, it's not like like back home. My friends who go to school, a lot of them go to the same school together. They or they know a bunch of people to school. Whereas Princeton's so selective. I mean, it might be different for you because you lived here, but Princeton picks people from like all over the world. Still so very much so. I didn't really know. Like, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's you, which is like very you're cool. going there with which is cool, but you're not going there with your friends, and so which helps you grow that much more though. I like, I like, I like that a lot because I have sorry to cut you off, but I had a group of friends from my high school who who all went to college together, and it sounds like this is what people do where you're from. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that allows you to grow as much sure. as you would because you still have that comfort zone to fall back on. Yeah, whereas you're not really being pushed out there. Yeah, as much, but, so. yeah, yeah. Which school? Um, they all went to Indiana. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think like it worked out for you because you're like a uh, very social guy. But I could see how being a freshman guy yeah. here um, and girl, obviously. But I think like guys specifically, I've heard have tough times because like it's tough to find that crew. Of yeah, for people. sure. Actually, I don't know why that would be specific to a guy, but that's just like, well, <laughs> but um, so for us, it was like we didn't. But it's like you would come in and you already have like a ton of people who have the same goal as you like-minded people and who have kind of grown up in a similar like atmosphere like culture so it's like you already have those like brothers but then as mike said like that whole gap here i would say the one positive of it is that you uh like we didn't like a lot of our teammates weren't around so we had to like branch out and meet new people and i think that's been awesome because there's like a bunch of cool people that we've actually become pretty close with and uh, just gotten to know, which is, like, nice because, like, whenever you come back to Princeton or, like, throughout or whatever, we just have, like, a, a, a more a bigger... Yeah, it's a big like, part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. and and I and thi- there's a ton of, like, good, cool people here. Which oh, yeah. Like, yeah. We kind of stuck to our... Florin people. Say, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Florin, that. I will say Florin was, like, that. my only non-hockey friend for my first, like, two years at Princeton. <laughs> you think I... I Florin and Ethan, the brothers. <laughs> the mo- I remember this, this moment specifically. I don't know if you even remember this, fan, but it was at the... the uh, I think it was, like, the Rocky Freshman, like, welcome dinner. We sat next to each other. We got to talking. I ask everyone who their favorite artist is. That's just, like, my go-to. I want to know what you listen to. I ask you what your favorite artist was who your favorite artist was, you said J. Cole. I was like, 
Oh my god, no fucking way. Because anyone who, I hadn't even mentioned it yet, but anyone who knows me knows I am the single biggest J. Cole guy. So the moment you said that, I was like, stamped. This is my guy. This is the J. Cole phase of the That's hilarious. That's a great memory. That's awesome. Yes, I still remember that so vividly. I was like, oh my god. Because again, that was me maybe like coming and maybe like judging you based on what you look like. I was like, this tall white hockey player is not going to fucking know J. Cole. He said J. Cole. I was like, no way, let's go. So yes, that was, that was pretty cool but just That's a few funny. few of the things that you said um as athletes you guys obviously do get to come in and have your own group immediately and that definitely is something that that i think it because it, coming in as a non-athlete i think everyone realizes that there's not necessarily like a divide but there's mm-hmm. more of a like athletes do their own thing sure. non-athletes do their own thing and at to a certain point if you're not the most social person there isn't the most intermingling of both those groups and at the at, when i first came in i was like why is this the way that it is why won't they branch out more but then you think about it more and it's like i i understand it you guys have come you came in early to practice it's the people that you're spending every day with because you got to practice with them you got to do everything as a group and so naturally it makes sense that that's who you're going to want to spend the time with outside of even playing your sport yeah. and so initially it was a it took a little bit of time to even come to that realization that like why is it that it seems every single athlete only yeah. is hanging out with yeah. themselves but then yeah. you think about it more and it's like it, it, it makes sense yeah I, I just feel like it's it's gone a lot better because we have done that branch like for the hockey team like we'll be the first ones to say in, in, in the past we've been pretty secluded and i think we've made an effort to not be like that and it just it takes effort uh, but when would you say you like found your main crew you're just friends with everybody I actually forgot to say this I was walking into Firestone uh, yesterday two days ago and I heard your laugh (laughs) (laughs) you have the loudest laugh I heard your laugh from like you were like down the way and I was like I was like you were so far I I literally turned around I know exactly who that is Um, yes very very distinct laugh Um, but I I would say I came in freshman year and met some of my closest friends to this day, like nice. the very first few days. A few guys on club soccer because we had tryouts day one. Oh, and then I, th- there's, I think that well, you come in freshman year and you cast your wet as yeah, net as much as possible. And so I had certain friendships freshman year that I think I just grew out of. Mm-hmm. And I think I really solidified like all who, who my people are like to this day, probably like end of of sophomore year like nice. pre obviously before we got yeah. kicked off campus yeah i think that's when stuff really solidified because i think everyone comes in freshman year you want to meet as many people as possible everything might not be the best fit yeah. and then eventually you all become who you're supposed to be and then certain friendships might fall off not for any good or bad reason just because that's just the if, way nature yeah. works and so sophomore years is i think when i was able to really solidify a lot of my friendships yeah, and still making new friends every. every yeah, I was day. gonna say, have you have you become a lot friendly with people in Ivy specifically? Like, have you gotten any like actual homies like recently from? For that? Sure, yes, one thousand percent. Which isn't I don't I don't know why I thought that I would come back or we would all come back this school year after just the, a bunch of irregularity for so long and. I was like, no one's gonna want to make friends, and I'm not gonna make any new friends. I don't know why. I thought <laughs> no that. new friends. <laughs> yeah, no new friends. But then I came in, and again, because Ivy and all the eating clubs had been shut for so long, met so many cool people that I hadn't met beforehand. So I have definitely made so many new friends this year, which has been fun. Which again is Love what college that. is supposed Love to be that. like. Exactly. As a, exactly. As a like freshman coming in though, like what, like what would you guys do? I don't want to say you guys, but like, what would you guys do to like make friends? You people. You people. All you narps. Yeah. What would, what would you, no. How did you guys even meet each other? That's, yeah, no, that's it's like, you know co- what I'm saying? Like, what are the outlets? Because like, 
I don't it even is know a good how question. Like, no, that is that is a good question. And even just reflecting back on freshman year, you really try to do it any way you can. So one Charter of the best, Fridays. Like, Charter Fridays, Fridays obviously. But one of the best things that I recommend to people is joining clubs. Because like True. I said, club soccer, some of my best friends to this day nice. met there. Um, I was on the board of the Princeton Black Mills Association. Some of my best friends since then met there. So clubs for sure made some good friends through classes, made some good friends through nights out. So you just are trying yeah. every yeah. single way. And then some people will stick nice. every single way that you try. But it was, I I liked the experience, not even the just like the challenge of coming here and having to like solidify yourself and build yourself yeah. up from not knowing anyone. I found it like a fun fun little challenge and now i'm at a point where senior is like i did well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Th th things worked out a little yeah bit. i mean you're obviously a super social guy it's it's definitely good get like easy to get to know you like yeah. friends but yeah and then just a one more quick thing when you said how it's harder for just freshmen to come in who are non-athletes to make friends which is why i understand how hard it was for the covid year 100%. freshmen they, to this day i don't know how they made friends brutal i they might be socially afflicted the rest of yeah. their lives <laughs> Like I don't, I don't understand having to make friends through a computer screen. It, it doesn't make sense. Dude, the, the rules on campus last year, because our sophomores now, so the freshmen last year, like you weren't allowed two people more than two people in a room. It was those rules were brutal. Easy. Those rules were those. They were the so best. so brutal. First of all, look, time flies. We've already I know, done. I know. Yeah. This is actually so fun. I'm and that's not what I'm lie. saying. That's it's so much more fun when it's your friends because you're just like it's like we're just kicking. Yeah, it. Like, yeah we could, exactly. We could go. I, I've literally like gone off script, but like it's so much more fun this way. I love it. But I'm gonna reel it back in so we could do the like little reflecting yeah, questions before yeah. we have to get to the segments. Cause I don't want to keep y'all here too long. Nah, but again, we are seniors. We are wrapping up in, it's insane, graduation, I looked up the days like May 22nd, something like that. Something like that. So it is very, very close by. Um, reflected on the last four years of your of your Princeton experience, um, uh, actually no, which one do I, actually first one. I, over the last four years, what would you say is the biggest way that you've grown and changed as, as people? The, the deep questions are coming out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's a great I, question. I would say I, I'm just like, not more, but like I would say I'm probably like more receptive to like kind of meet, not necessarily meeting new people, but like growing. The branching sense out. Like, yeah, branching out, but also like finding other stuff. Cool. Like as a freshman, I'd say we came in and we we're all like pretty like close. It's like all oh, like our team against the world. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. like, which to this day, obviously, like I love our teammates. Like we have, I think we have like the best team. Great. I, we have yeah, a great culture. We just have a really good group of guys, but um I will say it's just like there's so many cool people at Princeton. Like you really, uh, you actually realize like this kid. Like I remember my freshman year, I was like this when he was going through his. Uh, he was like applying for some science national science award. I'm like this kid could literally cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like that was my thing, and it was just like it's been really cool to like see people. Everyone here is so good at like certain things that it's like one might be sports, one might be like what I, uh, something academic, one might be like kind of anything and it's cool to like see people who are really driven at doing other things and i think at princeton that's open my eyes up it's like i love hockey this person whatever but i love that like these people can like kind of be friends you know what i'm saying ready for this bouncing off of finn that <laughs> classic precept discussion just to build off of that um that's true I, th I think maturity is a big part of it you're you're surrounded by the people that are performing at the top of what they do and what they're passionate about when what they know about and i think just having conversations with people and it doesn't necessarily have to be like politically charged or socially charged but 
everybody is just so aware and so well-educated and intellectual. And I think they challenge you to kind of challenge your own thought. And I think that's been super cool. Um, and I think that's probably been one of the coolest parts of my experiences. And then I agree with Finn, like branching out and meeting new people has made my Princeton experience a lot more fulfilled. Not that it wasn't before, but we almost broke through this ceiling that was kind of us together as our team and get, meeting all these new people and again, expanding that circle. I would say that's probably been the coolest part for me. And yeah, just like I said, general maturity and knowledge uh, from the four years that we've been here. You keep saying maturity, but I feel like we still have the most immature sense of <laughs> We have the most Which, immature sense of humor. There's, there's nothing wrong with you. Like the amount to... of Bofa <laughs> jokes and Fromunda <laughs> jokes that come out of it. This is like, true. This is true. But you know what I mean? Like we're... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the real world, we're not going to be making those jokes, even though they do. But I will say it also feels like time. Like I think of like, obviously, if you think of certain stuff, it feels like a long time ago, but also other stuff, it feels like I literally yeah. remember it like it was yesterday, freshman year stuff. Yeah. Like it is weird also for athletics teams, like you graduate a class every year and it's like those people are kind of just gone. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. when I think back of the classes that graduated before us, it's like we have this kind of crazy it's almost like every year it's its own group of friends. It's yeah. kind of odd. And I think our class in general, it, it, it seems pretty tight knit, at least to us. Class like, like us a whole twenty twenty two. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really I think it's really cool. Uh, but I'd be curious to hear what your reflection is. Even funny, like, you have PTL though, so it's like tough, but no, obviously I, you I, still can. No, I still can. It's funny because I wrote this question down and didn't even think of, I didn't think of an answer to any of these, <laughs> but I know, but I like it more because I can think on the spot, but biggest way I've grown and changed over the last four years, I would say other than the, yeah, maturity, I think is a big one. I look at my freshman fall self and fast forward to who I am now, exponentially different. Yeah, I yeah. think the, I two things I'll say, I... As an individual, I've learned who I am a lot more. I've done, I think, especially over the course of the pandemic, just a lot more self-reflection about every single thing that I do and also just, like, trying to plan ahead for the future. I'm just a lot more introspective, which I like. I think as a freshman, I was just, like, moving through the world, not giving a fuck about anything. Yeah. But now it's, like, everything that I do, I try to be calculated in some sense and yeah. aware of why I'm doing what I'm doing and how it's going to just make the next move going forward. So mm -hmm. a lot more introspective and self-reflective. And then also I have become more open to not... No, yeah, more open to working with people. And the way, the reason I say that is, I came in freshman year, high school was not that hard. I came in thinking that I could dominate, do everything by myself. <laughs> Me for by myself, I'm going to change the entire world. I don't need anybody. I had a whole, like, I don't need anybody mindset. Yeah. Were you bio at first? Or were you I was, uh, I was a CBE at first. I remember it was yeah. something super hard because you'd be in Rocky Dining Hall at like 2 a.m. just yeah. grinding, and I'm like, man, this yeah. looks brutal. It was. I hated it. I, freshman year sucked. I hated it. And so I came in thinking that I could do everything by myself, and then you realize that, one, networking and the Princeton Network is probably the most a, yes. a magnificent Crazy. thing that we're going to graduate from here with. Not the degree, the fucking network. Phenomenal. And you don't build a network by thinking you can do everything by yourself and realizing that whatever it is that you do in life, you're going to need help to do. Yeah. And I'm much more open to collaborating. And I used to think that asking for help was like a sign of weakness, but I'm now like, no, you, no one can do anything by themselves. So right. that I, that change in perspective and mindset, I would say are the, the biggest ways that I've grown over nice. the last four years. And you think, do you think that's just a thing of 
getting older or you think that's Princeton shaping that? I don't I can't give Princeton that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was the pandemic and then also getting older. Just Yeah. That's sure, a positive take sure. on the pandemic to be yeah. honest. Dude. Good for you. Which is necessary. I think it as horrible as the pandemic was, which everyone agrees that it was, lots of people lots of lost lives, lots of lost yeah. shops, just yeah. lost of everything. Yeah. There was an opportunity for individual growth within Absolutely. that. And I think if you're able to see look at things through that perspective, you're able to make lemonade out of lemons so nice yeah and then another question sort of on the line of reflecting a lot about these these past four years how would you say that college and princeton either or has stacked up to the expectations that you had coming in um honestly i like i've had a great it's kind of what i I don't even know what I expected coming in though. I, I'm not, I'm like Finn may have expected getting dragged across the dance floor when he was coming <laughs> in. This is actually a really good story about his visit. Uh, I don't know if you want to tell it, but you don't have to. Sorry, I didn't no, even like, throw you under the bus like no, that. I, 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 my, so I committed here when I was 16, which was kind of nice for high school because it was just like to breeze. Just yeah, goes through. Yeah. But I was which like it would have been seven, anyway. I was obviously. like a 17 years old. <laughs> what? I, oh yeah, uh, I was 17 years old and I came in and I got like hammered at my visit like hammered and apparently i like flicked someone in the forehead or something <laughs> and it was uh, a, a older guy on the team who graduated before i got here but he was here at the time and um i guess he'd been having a bad whatever and he like dragged me across. i was like six three i was 40 he dragged me across the, and can dance floor and i was like a recruit and um and I'm friends with him to this day. We always joke about it, but like he's a menace too. He is a menace. But, <laughs> but I woke up and I didn't even remember what had happened. And I had like my shirt <laughs> it was on his visit, and I didn't even it's remember. Unreal. And then I got here and like I, I had to hear about it for a little bit. Little bit I will say it was very hard for Finn to come in because a lot of those guys were expecting it, like didn't know what to expect because of that. But then obviously, like it's Finn. If you know Finn, it's pretty easy to like. Get to know him, I love like the him. Guy, yeah. exactly. So they were like, "Okay, no, this kid's actually pretty cool." Um, wait, wasn't it? Wasn't there something about the girlfriend though? And then he ended up breaking up with the girlfriend. He's like, "You were so right." No, that's. About I her. think I, I like. <laughs> but then we were like on vacation or something together, and he was like, "Oh, no, it's fine." She was like the worst. <laughs> like you were so right about her. But anyway, sorry to stop you. I just wanted that story to kind of come. It's a hilarious story. But no, I yeah. Back back uh, to to the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, I knew it was going to be obviously, but I, yeah, I kind of honestly thought about it coming here more from a hockey perspective that, and I know that sounds weird because Princeton's such like an academic institution, like best school in the world. But for me, a lot of it was like from an athletic perspective. Um, and for me, which may not be the best sometimes, but academics can kind of be an afterthought. Not not, I shouldn't say that, but it's like maybe not my like driving goal sometimes, (laughs) I would say, um, and so I always kind of like, I knew I'd have my group of friends here and I knew, but like, honestly, going out here, I think is a lot of fun. Like people, I will say it does get old. You see the exact same people every single night, but I think like there's a really solid crew of people here that we've met and I've actually really enjoyed like going out and Princeton's been great for me. Sometimes it does get a little bit like, it seems like Princeton is like, I don't know, it, it has its like faults, but I will say as like. I've, I've had a great time, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I agree. I think expectations-wise, I... It's also... I spoke... I knew a couple of kids on the team, so I had an idea of what to expect. I would say, like, the, the, the parting is probably a little bit more than I expected. I would say, like, the Sunday fun days... Just the spring in general, it's like people send it here. Yeah. And, like... Very work hard, play hard yeah, attitude. Exactly. Yeah. That's definitely... There's a lot of people that are so smart here, and 
maybe you wouldn't expect as many people to be sending it. And Which you I go love. out on a Saturday, yeah, and yep. you go out on a Saturday <laughs> night, and it's like. The one person I think of is Skinner. Like, Skinner apparently is, like, yeah, one of the smartest yeah. people in, like, all of econ, and she just, like, sends it. She, yeah, and sends isn't even, like, a fair word to describe <laughs> how hard she parties. And apparently she's going to be, like, summa cum laude and everything. But That's legendary. Yeah, well, she's a legend. But, if you can do but, both, I think that's a that's, talent. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's the way life should be. Exactly. exactly. Send it and then be the smartest. Like, yeah, exactly. they sh- they're not mutually exclusive. Well, yeah, I, exactly. I will say that's a big... I like uh, I would say in hockey there's a big culture that there's this thing called playing guilty mm-hmm. which we didn't do here because college is a little different you don't play as many games so you probably shouldn't be doing this but like in pro or juniors you play so many games like when we were younger like my last year juniors I ended up probably playing 85 yeah pro was 82 yeah and so there are days where you're just like playing you're so whatever and if there's like guys in a slump or whatever in the in the pros they call it uh, they'll be like alright we're all going out tonight um the night before a game and we're going to get like plastered and the whole team as a team will go out and like get drunk and then they're like playing ridiculously hungover and they call it playing guilty and sometimes it like changes the morale because you're like all right we're all grinding through this together yeah. like whatever and Love it's also it. this mentality. <laughs> Love it's it. mentality i think it's good because in the real world like if we like go out and we have like a lift the next morning like whatever like you have to make that it's not acceptable like mm-hmm. and for you guys same it's with- the same with like yeah any, any sort of like academic thing, if you can mm-hmm. grind through that, I think that's actually, I mean, this sounds like ridiculous now that I say it, but like, <laughs> it's kind of like it's a out. mental fortitude thing as well. If you can like yeah. wake up, grind through anything. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. But yeah, just back to like the expectations, I think academically, Writing Sam put me in a blender. <laughs> oh man, that writing was the worst, sucks. man. Writing Sam's the worst. Didn't change my writing at all. No, and I hated it. Oh, I hated it. And so my professor was kind of a hardo. So I was always doing more work. Than, I mean, I was also a hardo freshman year. So let's we'll think about that. But he actually genuinely gave a ton of work, and I was always doing work. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. Oh. Um, I will say something that's very impressive about this institution is that there's a lot of resources. Yes. and I noticed that for our thesis. Like these people who are either data data specialists, Oscars, like in the li- yeah. library, or Stata for our code. Like without them, I'd, I'm not writing. Like I, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to finish it. So like the resources for helping you get through is very impressive. Um, I don't know if that's if you found the same thing, but I, I think that's kind of yeah. my no. Opinion. Mike Mike did work. I would say very hard his first year or two here but I uh, I got a job I <laughs> don't need to work no, I mean, exactly we always make same. fun of him because Mike was like very I mean obviously I care about like what grades I get in school but um, Mike was like very very particular about his, his <laughs> grades and we were on the bus oh it's funny we wrote our funny. econ exam and then hopped on the bus straight to go to our first game and we were playing at Penn State I think and we get our grades back. So and just half the, those what, freshman year econ exams, like I, I would come out of them, I'd be like, I could have gotten twenty five percent, or I could have gotten like eighty percent. There's like, yes. I have no idea. And so just to check your grade, you, you're like, whatever. But and before he gets this, really quickly, sorry, I had done. So at three of my four grades were very good, and I was really excited about how I was about to finish the semester. <laughs> and but and so Mike also is like. He, he kind of knew he what he wanted to do and yeah, job-wise, so he was like, econ were important courses for that, I would say. And he was Just, like, yeah, econ and GPA. And GPA, yeah. So then he he gets through, checks the grade, and it's like a C, which he never would never, never get that grade. I've never gotten a C in my life. But he was Good like, brag. 
I'm I'm dropping out of econ. I'm like, and we're like, are you kidding me, man? Like, like, like he's like, I gotta drop. This is an intro course. I gotta see you. Like, I'm never gonna survive. Like, whatever. Like, this is the biggest overreaction. Of all but actually, it's pretty true. Make fun of it. Yeah, I was miserable for like two hours in the bus. For oh yeah, but when we were going to Penn State, I was like, didn't start start talking again like myself till dinner time. So like two hours, I was just like, I'm just not. If I can't pass an intro to econ course, like I'm just I'm not. Why would I do econ? So we probably switch. I was like looking at him. I'm like, dude, just relax like it's one grade the way that's the story my freshman year the grades that i had freshman year i have never gotten Hates. stuff that low in my like it was my gpa was in the gutter it was so bad I, and yeah after every single like physics especially was so bad oh, anytime so i'd see a physics exam i would i remember what <laughs> oh the ptsd one time one physics midterm or final i remember checking my grade being in such disbelief <laughs> at how low I got, simply putting my phone on the floor and just rolling over and going back to bed. Yeah. I was like, this can't be real. This can't be real. I've I never do, gotten a grade this low in my life. Yeah. I that's do unreal. love how Princeton kind of humbles everyone. Though. Yes, that like, is You it. get served humble. I love it because you. Yes. I don't care. Like, But you go in and you get like a, like I'll finish an exam. What's funny is like, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was, and at Princeton, I kind of like, especially obviously not in the, non like math or econ course but the the bell curved courses curves yeah. um you get like a 50 percent. you're like oh it's not that like it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah well like well i swear there's most of our exams in person we'll uh, like there, there's been times where we come out and we'll like just as we make eye contact we'll just start <laughs> chuckling because we're like we didn't know shit on that we studied hard uh, oh, and boy. Like, uh, our, our sophomore year we three like three of us stroll in we stroll into an econ two hundred two two hundred ring. No, no, that was the worst exam I've ever. <laughs> but no, it was uh, three hundred. The, uh, the one with Andrea Wilson. Yeah, three hundred. Three hundred. And we walk in, and the classes and the exam oh room is completely packed, and writing. everyone's writing, and we're like, "When we walked what? in." And then, the ladies like the exam started half an hour. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, and we're like, well, it's like me. I think it was me, you, Corey, and Neiler. Yeah, and we walk, and we're like, oh, best part about it was I still had half an hour left at the end because I just couldn't even put down an answer to half the stuff. So I was like, oh, it's also so funny because we were going to eat at Rocky right before, and we were like, take it. And to be fair, Amy like, Seward, it was yeah, Amy Seward. She did, but I was like. I'm a big calendar guy, and I, like, I would he is my calendar pretty, guy. Or, pretty I'm Finn's calendar guy as well. <laughs> but I consider myself pretty organized, so I had like the I've had I as soon as the final exam schedule comes out, like I'll throw it in there. So I guess I got the time wrong, but we're going to Rocky D Hall like 45 minutes before. We're chilling, like we're going to eat, and like Amy's leaving the D Hall to. She's like, we're, we're like, where are you going? And she said she's going to take the test. I was like, well, you have 45 minutes left, <laughs> and then she's like, I don't know, I'm just gonna go. And then yeah, we get there, and like our teammates look at us, they were like, what the what are you guys doing? <laughs> This is after the professor was like, "Yeah, we started twenty minutes ago, but it's fine." I have but. I have another kind of funny story on that top. This was recently, so I I obviously haven't been on top of as much stuff academically <laughs> this year, and I uh, I got hurt right when we came back from Christmas with this shoulder uh, this shoulder, and then this shoulder I hurt like really badly a couple weeks later. You can still see like the, um, and so I was just kind of out of it. I was in a sling, whatever, and I couldn't write my exams um because it literally happened and like i was on painkillers i was in the hospital for one of the nights and and then so my exams got pushed back till after spring break but our team lost so mike and i went with the uh went to like caroline had us at our place at their skiing 
and we were out there and then we came back a day end of class into classes essentially if that makes sense to explain that right i don't i don't really what are you saying so we like you missed one day classes we missed and one then day came back classes, okay. but oh. When I missed my exams, they got rescheduled. Oh, oh this okay. is story. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. So okay. they got. So yeah, we they, came back like Monday night. So okay. cla- that's what you're trying to say. Yes, right? yes. We. I was saying we went on a trip essentially yeah. and came back later than classes started. That was yeah. what I was trying okay, to. Okay, that yes. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Monday yes. night classes were going yeah. all day yeah, yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wake up that morning, the Monday, and it was like I think it was 10 a.m. there or 9 a.m. there and 11 here. Yeah, and. I get in. I sent an email to my preceptor on the Sunday, being like, "Hey, I'm not gonna make Monday precept, blah blah." Like, can I just go to precept later in the week? And then I went to bed, and then I wake up the next morning and I check my phone, and she's like, "Yeah, it's fine to go to a precept later in the week, but like, what about the exam you're supposed to write in an hour?" We're like in the back, like we're, we're sharing a room and we're getting ready to like fly out. We're like showering and stuff and Finn's like, oh. <laughs> and we're like, what? No, what now? Because oh, when he says did that sound, you, it's never a good sign. Did she let you push it back again or what yeah, did you have so to it do? it was just, I, I knew though, I like at first, I, I literally saw the email. My business ethics just, class, which is kind of. Yeah, like, business yeah. ethics. Um, great professor, by the way. He's actually a really cool guy. But he was, uh. She like the preceptor. She was like whatever, and I I knew I could miss one exam at Princeton and get it rescheduled. That's mm-hmm. like a rule. If you miss one exam, it was, a, was it not a midterm? It was a midterm. That's which, yeah. Sorry, but essentially I just mi- completely <laughs> missed a midterm. Like she sent me that. I'm like I'm in Montana right now. I'm not even <laughs> whatever. And then so I sent and she sent me this like strongly worded email about how like I can't. Manipulated. I, I was like, Finn, I'm so fi- sorry. When there's a will, there's a way. And I would say, Finn like, embodies submitting that my thesis mentality. late is probably the most. Uh, like I had to end my printing. Well, it's also <laughs> funny. We're like FaceTiming, calling Finn yesterday. Finn is always on his phone and always answering his phone. So we're calling him. It's like three forty-five, three fifty. No words. Four fifteen, four thirty. None of us have heard of him. Four forty-five. We're like, is this kid dead? Like, what's, what's going on? Did he fall in the library? He's like, just, just curled up in a ball. So I just thought he was sleeping. And his phone was dead, and then he finally calls. He's like, yeah, I submitted it at four fifty p.m. <laughs> Let's do it for. It. To be fair, the f- I, I had it ready by good job fifty, but the formatting. I really hope the school doesn't listen to this and reneg the they No, 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 no. no the podcast is not big. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all students. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but this, first of all, this... <laughs> I don't think I've laughed as much in any episode that I've recorded. Um, I don't even remember what the question I asked was. I don't know yeah, how we got there. Some kind of reflective question. It was a reflective some, question. Yeah, it, ended with, it, ended, it ended with great stories. I think <laughs> I think the, the exam horror stories are sometimes some of the funniest. But these are the they things are. you'll remember. This is yeah. what I always say. These are the things you'll, like you mentioned earlier, it's like these are the things, obviously I should never miss an exam, but these are things you always remember. a great remember. story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And even I never had, like, shown up that late to an exam. I do remember one time that I showed up to a location and I just, I guess I wasn't paying attention, didn't realize they changed the room for it. And I showed up kind of like right on time. I had to like sprint yeah. to the other room. So I was like, holy shit. Like How I'm far are we talking? Yeah, I had to go from Makosh to, to, what's the, Makosh to, what's the <laughs> physics building? I've never I've been never in there. <laughs> <laughs> Makosh to, j- yes. Jadwin, like next to, Bro, the, like near the stadium. Bro. 
Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Chadwick. That's like a ha- that's a healthy that's a, job. Oh, that, oh, that's a, job. Yeah. That's a, oh, the funniest story was oh, no, no, good story, good stories. Yes. It was my birthday sophomore God. year, October fifth was a Saturday night, or it was on a Saturday. Um, Sunday morning for my EB class, we were supposed to take a field trip to New York City, and. I go, I remember my boy came, we like have fun that I oh, so it was a very, very, very fun night. And the bus was supposed to leave at like maybe like eight, nine AM, so really early, but I'm like, okay, I'll go out, I'll be able to make it back on time. And go out that night, wake up the next morning to a call from one of my friends who was in the class, she was on the bus, she was like, I look at the, first of all, I look at the phone, it was eight oh five, bus was supposed to leave at eight. She calls me, she's like flow like where are you the bus is about to leave i was like oh my god like no way like, like i don't know why i was so pent- I, I could have like hopped on a train and like been yeah. there like, yeah. a, like an <laughs> so hour later but i'm not thinking yeah. about that in that moment i'm like i'm gonna miss this bus i'm gonna fill this class yeah. i can't i can't do anything so when i tell you i hop out of bed literally i, I don't even have time to brush my teeth i just like throw oh. like three pieces of gum and sprint <laughs> from my room in holder yeah. all the way to by the basketball stadium because that's where the oh, bus was parked that's far. i ran as fast as i I've never run that fast in my Usain life. Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. Make it to the bus. I like drop down pants and everyone's like, get, like they were going to leave in another like 10 minutes. You could have ran. I'm like, <laughs> you, you could have told me that on the phone. So I was late, but they were still delayed on their end. But it was that's just true. like, that's hilarious. again, a story like I'll remember for, yeah. for yeah, a long time. I have time. a hilarious of that going from Holder down there as well. My freshman year, I went to shower. And the only thing I had on was my t- towel. <laughs> and Wait, this is the day we had a math quiz. Yeah, yeah, this yes. is what I'm getting to. <laughs> oh, sorry, so sorry. We, I go to take a shower and uh, I hop in the shower, or whatever. Realize I had my proxim back in my phone. Left my phone in my room. <laughs> locked out. This is probably eight thirty, and we have a quiz at nine. I think it was, uh, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, this is tough. So I'm like, what do I do? I, I won't have time to go down to PCA and get them. To, I, don't, I won't have time for that. So I was like, all right. So I just went into the basement holder. I think it was either lost and found. Hopefully it wasn't someone's laundry thing. And just took random clothes from the laundry room. And... And I was in my flip-flops, and it was, like, freezing outside. I didn't only know Celsius, so I'm not going to say it. But it was, like, freezing and snowing outside. It was probably, like, 40 degrees. I walked from my room in woman's sweatpants (laughs) and, like, a crew neck sweater and my flip-flops in the snow down from Holder to uh, Fine Hall and showed up. Like, I have no pencils, nothing, obviously, because I don't have a bag. And um, show up, and the boys are like, what, <laughs> what are you the hell? And I just write the exam, and I'm just like the most frazzled <laughs> person of all. Pretty time. funny. Oh, we could Let's do these stories for days. But again, these are the things that we look back on our it's four years, stat, yeah. and they're just some good ass. I feel funny like this podcast times. make me sound like an absolute meat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, yeah, we all, we've all had these had these moments, but it's already. First of all, yeah, no. we could keep going, but uh, I'm gonna make no. sure we. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, start no start bringing it to a close, and we're gonna get to the the music. Um, segment the song segment nice music identity segment um again great episode this is this is it good is stuff fun. this is fun this but is fun. as so always you wrote, you wrote it down i wrote them down. shocking yeah <laughs> shocking good for you so I, the guests they say five songs each to describe who they are as a person i leave it very broad and everyone gets to take it in their own unique direction so who wants to go first can you go first you want me to go yeah first? can you go first because i 
Yeah. I don't this was like, actually stressing me out. Like, I was yeah, in the middle of my thesis. Yeah. I'm like, what songs am I going to... Well, this, so, the, the reason that Finn turned in his thesis is late because is because of, because of songs. Yeah. 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 I, I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, it's it's tough because you like I didn't know like I the vibe of song I was like oh like that like that seems like me but then I was I was saying earlier it's like oh this song is about like a guy doing drugs and, like, <laughs> and I'm like oh maybe not but the first one I have is like, a song called Bob Cajun I don't know if you guys know but it's a, well Mike knows it because of me but it's um it's this band tragedy hit from back home mm. and they're uh, they're just like I grew up listening to it. my uncle's like a big guitar player and we just like grew up listening to it. and Bob Cajun is about like a small town in Ontario so I kind of just I don't know that one's kind of just a song that I've always remembered, and it's kind of just like a smooth song or whatever. And then I would say Bob Dylan made "Blown in the Wind." Have you ever heard that song? I've not. No. Whatever. Similar song. I think like also the title maybe seems like me. Like I kind of just go with the flow. Oh, no, oh look no pun intended. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That was actually that kind of sick. Um, I mean, that's not necessarily what the song's about, but I think, like, at the end, like, I think also something that Prince has taught me is kind of, like, you're going to deal with all these things. You're going to have these deadlines that are created, but, like, go with the flow, kind of be your own person, and, like, you know, state your, and, you're like, you'll make it out. You know what I'm saying? I think that Princeton teaches you good. And then uh, I'm from Toronto, so I always, I just, like, Drake was or whatever. So from the Nothing Was the Same album, maybe like Just Hold On, We're Going Home. Great song. Yeah. <laughs> just like an OG one. Of, not just maybe not an OG, OG Drake, but like his middle. Go. Yeah. And I uh, Drake. I always like kind of just makes me think of Toronto, I guess. I'm really well, not. Well, also out of base, based on what you said about J. Cole and your guys' first interaction ever, yeah. I hope you have. I don't. Oh. I was literally thinking that. I have wet dreams. <laughs> No, and then I have uh, I have doses of mimosas just because. Oh, that's a banger! Great song, song. nice. It's just like a nice like I feel like an upbeat vibe, which I feel like kind of represents my personality. Yep. And then what's the last one I have on here? Oh, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Great song. Really? That one, that one yeah. I know. I, I'm shocked about that. Well, it's just like... <laughs> I love how surprised Finn is at all. Well, it's like, I, feel like, I feel like I was born to run. Not run. I'm yeah, you born can't run. Or, I was say, born to skate. Born to skate. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but more so, I just, I just love like the, the freedom of the Bruce Springsteen songs. You know what I'm saying? Just like... Maybe I was. Yeah, know. I'm. I'm impressed with the thought that went into this. Like, I'm not. This, what, this is what I spent. I procrastinate. <laughs> like these guys know. Like, I'll be going to do work and I'll be on my phone for like an hour watching <laughs> videos of like the most random stuff. So this is was my form of procrastinating. Good for you. Um. All right. So I. I would say like, there isn't anything that like I would say specifically describes like my identity. But I will say I guess based on nostalgia or just. Whatever else, um, I would say the first song is this bar. It's a country song. Um, just last year, we, I don't know, we would, we would, it's just, it's, it's nostalgic. We had a good time to it last year. Praying to a God, Luke, re, Luke remixes. It's like an EDM banger, but good sing along you've again. You've definitely oh, heard this song. Let's pray to a God. You won't talk. I don't know. I, it's Man, not as big as Dose and Mimosas, but okay. it's like that similar vibe where it's like everybody can kind of I'll play it. I'll play it, it after. Yeah, yeah, really, okay. really. It's a, it's Luke remix as well. Um, I put over by Drake for my third one. I'm a huge old school Drake guy. Uh, I don't know when I was in high school and before I just, I think he was my favorite and I could have put five other Drake songs on there. But if that song's coming on, I'm singing to every single word of that song. Uh, Forest Levels by Avicii. <laughs> um, I'm a huge, huge EDM house music, dance music type of fan. And obviously Avicii changed the game forever. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. And I think that's an awesome song. You're gonna love 
my last one. <laughs> what is it? What is Dreams it? Dreams and nightmares. <laughs> great song. So I like great I said song. exactly like I said. He's I, not even from Philly though. He's from, I guess New I'm outside of Philly. Uh, we haven't even talked about how we're both huge Eagles fans, and yes. that is really the way we bonded. And every oh, yeah, exactly. sophomore year, I would go watch every Eagles game in your very true. Yeah, yeah, Flo yeah. would come to Flo would come to our rooms and watch the games. You would do that, but. uh I'm also a huge Eagles fan. Like I, I would argue, despite playing hockey, like I might be a bigger football fan. Like, 100%. I'm, yes, yeah, and I'm diehard. Obviously, dreams the Super Bowl year, yeah. dreams and nightmares. It's <laughs> electric. I should, I was, I should have put back to back on my favorite Uh But yeah, man, that's great. Do you do your? Have you done yours before on this podcast? I have not done it. Um, I'm gonna save it for the okay, last for, one for, for more intro. Okay. Yes. Yeah, exactly. nah, 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 first well, the thing is. <laughs> Governor, it went, it went Governor Murphy. No, then Governor Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> Governor Murphy's down here, Finn Evans and Mike Upper Garber here. Exactly, you guys are, you guys are going to follow that episode. So. Down here on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to make her listen just so she hears that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, great, great list. What time is it? One twenty-two. Okay, now the very, very final section of the show, or segment on the show, Tiger Confessions. Um... I will say, back in the day, the confessions used to be so much better. And it's yeah. been such a struggle to find good ones to even comment on. Fair enough. But, you know, we're, we're making it work. <laughs> what was the name of that? Sorry, I know. I keep what was the name of the platform that you would just say the word? Tiger Confession. No, no, no. Like, Oh, Yik Yak? Oh, Yik Yak. Yik Yak. would be reading something in class and it'd be like trashing this person <laughs> sitting right next to you. Like, all right. Like... <laughs> That's criminal. That, yeah, those things like, are that's just, just a platform for bullying. Essentially, yes, it's a that platform for FM. anonymous. Yes. Oh, oh I yeah. Did you have Ask FM in yeah. middle school? And how, yes. Oh, it's brutal. Did you, I almost got it. It's a it's a platform where again you could just post anonymously you would ask on anonymous questions on people's on people's pages, and it would be like you'd be like you're young, so it'd be like it'd be like super like immature stuff, like rate this girl. Yeah, and then you would rate them, and you're like. You can't just do that. Yeah. Like, you do like, and, oh, and it got so much meaner than that. Oh. And then also, sometimes people would put mean stuff on people's pages and forget to make it anonymous. anonymous yeah. And that would just oh. be the biggest drama oh, in the world. Uh. It's like everyone comes into school the next day looking at everyone involved like, oh yeah. shit, what's going to happen? <laughs> it was, oh, yes, those platforms are just built built for bullying. That's hilarious. But okay, <clears throat> tired confessions. First one, um, long parties related. It says... Hear me out. Long parties, but every year there is a broad theme like the Met Gala. No one wears preppy stuff anymore, and why would we? Imagine lawn parties hoedown with cowboy hats and boots, celestial lawn parties, ETC. There are so many options. It would be lit. What are your thoughts? I completely forgot that we're supposed to dress preppy at lawn parties. I, don't I even forgot think we're that so, was. Oh, a is supposed? No, I remember freshman year. To? I remember freshman year. Someone thinking like you're supposed, but like I don't know. I don't know. I kind of like. Especially with the Sunday fun days and stuff like the themes, I feel like I have enough with the. Themes I don't care. And lawn parties? Do we really need a theme? Yeah. I, exactly. And when I read that, I was like, literally every most nights out at eating clubs are themed. Yeah, yeah. So just, just go to swag just, and, yeah, yeah. just go to an eating club night. I was like, I don't understand why we did. Would you see do our that. costumes for last week Sunday fun night? Oh, oh, oh for the Masters one, yeah, electric. Did you see? I did did see you see the names on the back? We no, were this is our. It. No, oh, talk about immature yeah, humor. Say it was, I don't even know if we should. Mo- Mike's like it was just hilarious names. Like, what was yours? Mine, mine oh, was, yeah, Dan was Dan Gleesack, which is obviously <laughs> Dan Gleesack. I, I had, I had, wrote all these on I the back of it. H G reaction, like huge G reaction on the back. <laughs> so stupid. The teammates had like Phil McCracken. Never grow like, up. We're legit children. <laughs> yeah. I sent it to my mom, and she's like, I haven't been more proud of you. <laughs> Wait, really quickly, really quickly, this is funny. Finn gets his immature sense of humor from his mom. I went to their place in Northern California last year. We flew in and they have 
in their car. They pick us up from the airport, and I'm sitting behind his mom driving, and I hear a fart. I'm like, okay, like, and it was direct. It was it was directly in front of me. Like, I know it wasn't Finn, and he would have also said if it were him. And then like a minute goes by, and I hear another fart, and then another fart, and like three farts. It turns out that this car has a setting to where every time you put the blinker on to turn left or right, a farting noise would go <laughs> And his mom was doing it and found it, like, incredibly funny. It was unbelievable. Oh, that was good stuff. Oh, fuck. No, that's good. <laughs> I was like, was she just farting? Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, she was like, farting machine in the car. It's hilarious. I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No, that's good. Um, okay. Jeez. You <laughs> one of the... One of the best episodes. Get up there. This that. is. I do. Now that it, I'm annoyed that the video isn't being created because this would yeah. this would have been great. The clips we would have been able to make out of this would have been great. But it's okay. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah. The audio alone is going to be phenomenal. Love that. Um, okay. Next one. It says, and we do a lot of friendship questions on here. There's okay. a lot of friendship issues on Tiger Confessions. It is it says, like tigerconfessions.com or something? It's no, it's, it's a Facebook. Oh. It's a Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it says. How can I rebuild a friendship that I neglected? Is it possible if it seems like they're not interested? Hmm. That seems so weird to me because I feel like we have like this such a like I feel like I don't know if that's like a friendship where it's like your best friend or like it's just a distant friendship. You know what I'm saying? I think if you I, I think if you put it in the effort, 100%. I think you like have a sit down, you go grab a coffee, a beer, or like, oh, prefer like preferably probably alcohol because then you can kind of get the words <laughs> a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. But I think if you make an effort, I think it's totally true. I, again, like something about the schools, like just hear. It's so important to hear other people 100%. speak. And I think again, something that Prince has done well is like just. It's not just about you. Like there's a lot of other people that have opinions that also matter and are important. So like and, I think in this situation, just. I mean, I think that a big thing is like obviously you treat everyone well, but it's like you have like you don't have to realize like you don't know what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think like that's not an excuse for everything to p- treat people like bad and whatever. But I think like you never know what people are going to. So I th- I always I feel like a lot of us give pe- like you give the benefit of the doubt in the sense that like I know you're a good person. Maybe you're just going through whatever. So I think like um, I mean depends how bad the thing was, but like I think most friendships are able to be. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. I always have to. I I let the guests go first. Sorry, sorry. No, okay, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you're yeah. good. You're good. You're good. Um, I think again, kind of like what you said. I would approach it dip- differently depending on the quality of the relationship yeah. at first. Yeah. If it's your best friend and you neglected the relationship, yeah, I would weird. imagine you're yeah. e- weird or you like had your own shit going on yeah. that you maybe didn't want to share. So maybe open up and be like, this is what I was going through. I think, yeah, we would sorry. Like, yeah. yeah, and apologize for it. If it's someone who is like on the periphery, like not your closest friend, but you stayed, it's, it's always good to explain where you're coming from. Absolutely. I always, I think people appreciate when you're honest with them and then you just say, um, you, first of all, apologize. Say this is what I was going through, and make it clear that it's a friendship that you want to keep growing. And then, I think things will be okay. Yeah, well said. That's well it. Said. And this, with that, we have done an hour and twenty eight <laughs> minutes. Oh, you guys almost beat Izzy. You, oh, she was longer. She did it. We did an hour thirty minutes. Oh, almost no. beat her. Wow. But I, we haven't listened to her thing yet. What, what did you guys? What did you guys talk about? You got. You got to listen. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the views out. Yeah, you, you got to listen to paid. it. But this is this has been one of the most enjoyable episodes I've done. I have not laughed this hard at any episode <laughs> that I have done. Finn and Mike, thank you for coming on. Do you have? Any final words for the people? One thing I was going to say, I'm surprised you haven't brought up coffee. I hear you say coffee. You know that he's written every single paper that 
by choice here on coffee. I did not know that. I have a weird cough. It's like a niche hobby of mine. But that's like I'm something I'm actually very passionate about. And I don't know if now is the time to go. <laughs> no, we'll be like another hour and a half. Long story short is that no, no. Long story short is I brew my own coffee every morning. Basically, oh, yeah. I grind my own beans and fresh, and I yeah, I do a manual. He has, a, he has like a, his his. Notes on his phone regarding how his coffee tastes every morning <laughs> is longer than my thesis. It's <laughs> <laughs> unreal, uh, but no, I, this was so fun. Yeah. As I, I knew it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we were, uh, we were hurting when we woke up oh, this morning. Yeah, we were hurting. Right? We were, just, we're, we were just hurting. Shoot the show with farm, but no, I think this this is yeah. awesome. This is like so cool. A representation of like the best things of Princeton. Yeah, I feel like he's getting to Absolutely. meet people like you, like like minded people who are just like super cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I'd call him. Yeah. You're still a narf. You're still a narf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, these are friendships that I feel like, you know, like, yeah, totally. we'll remember. So we'll be in New York together. Yeah, well, we'll be having a great time. Yeah, yes, he's going to yes, come yes. to Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, it's going to be a hippie by the end of next year. <laughs> I can't, can't wait to see that, that um, growth that you go through. But yeah, no, we appreciate having us on, man. That was that was super fun. Of course. And thank you, thank you both for coming on. This, again, like I said, very, very enjoyable episode. I, Hopefully, by the time this comes out, I'll be PTL. So Let's go. everyone will be PTL. Shout out to all the seniors finishing up their thesis, all their grinds. Shout out to every, just shout out to everybody. Let's go. Life E-L-E, is good. E-L-E. Uh, yeah. Wait, E L E. Everyone love everyone. Oh, I've never heard that. Really? Per- perfect way to end this. E L E. Everyone love everyone. This has been another episode of Go with the Flow. Thank you for listening.